we welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Hebrews 10 and 38. Now the just shall live by what? Faith. But if any man does what? Draw back. Quit on it. My soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them who draw back unto hell or perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. So we're not the ones that draw back and go to hell. We believe to the saving of the soul. The one that draw back never was forward. They thought they wanted it, but they really didn't. Amen. It's people like that in here. They think they want the truth, but they really don't. They draw back. So, we aren't those. This is Paul saying, we're not those. Look at somebody and say, I'm not those. I'm not one of those that will draw back unto perdition. But I'm of them that believe all the way to the saving of the soul. Amen? All right. This is going to bless you today. The great falling away that we are seeing today is a departure from faith. Disbelief is causing many to draw back from Christ. How, how many of you know someone that you thought was in Christ and disbelief caused them to draw back? It's happening more and more each day. People are drawing back. Second Thessalonians 2 and 3 says, Let no man deceive you by any means. For that day shall not come except there come a what? So that's telling you now, these people that are falling away, that are, you know, uh, man, I had somebody try to challenge part 12 the other day and tell me, you know, the church made hell up. I said, did they? Yeah, they made up hell. They made up the devil. That's why he's red with horns and a pitchfork and a tail. Oh, that's what he looked like? Oh, okay. You, you watch a lot of cartoons, don't you, brother? Yeah, the church made hell up. See, the church made hell up to scare people, to keep them in the church. Really? Then why did Jesus talk about hell? Did Jesus make it up? It's in the Bible. Is the Bible made up? I mean, where are we going with this? How do you make up something that's in the Bible? Why does everybody believe they're going to heaven, but they don't believe in a hell? Brother, that's like you knowing hot and you've never felt cold. That makes no sense. People don't want a consequence. They don't want a consequence. Why do people even meet about solutions and don't, have con and, and don't consider consequences? That, that, that just bothers me. And they invite me. Man, I get invited. Oh, I get invited. I get invited. They send emails. Brother, we want you to come sit on this, uh, sit on this board uh, because we're going to be debating the issue of fatherlessness in the black community. We're going to be what? Debating it? Okay, who's on the side that's for it? I, I, the, the, how are we debating that? Who's for it? Well, nobody's for it. We're going to be looking for solutions. I said, oh, so are we going to talk about the music that they're listening to that totally puts the father out? Well, no, nah, you're not able. We're not going to go that deep in it. What? How are we going to find a solution if we don't deal with what's going on? Are we going to talk about the sexual activity in the black community that's causing the fatherlessness? 
We're going to talk about the immorality. We're going to talk about the sleeping around. We're going to talk about the STDs. We're going to talk about all the diseases. We're going to talk about the abortions, 1,700 a day in the black community. Are we going to talk about all of this perversion that's causing the fatherlessness? <laughs> See, <laughs> uh, well, you know, <laughs> feed, we're going to feed them. <laughs> feed the fatherless. You don't want to talk to me because at the end of the day, the issue is immorality. At the end of the day, it's a sin issue. And if it's a sin issue, there's only one place you can go to cure a sin issue. That's the word of God because the word of God is the only thing that calls sin, sin. It wouldn't be sin if the word didn't call it sin. If I come slap your mama and knock her wig off. You're going to get mad and say that's wrong. But who said it was wrong? What if I say it's right? Well, it's not right. It's just wrong. Who made that rule up? The Bible did. At the end of the day, we got to go to the word. It's always going to go to the word. Sit up here and tell me what you think. Your thinking is based on what you do. Why do folks do that? Got me all crunk at the beginning of the message. <laughs> they frustrate me. I get invited every week to something. Hey, moment this interview here. Sit on this. Man, why? I ain't going. And they keep asking. Seems like you would get enough no's by now to know. It's the devil, though. But, brother, you have things that the people need. They, they can come find me. Folks found Jesus. Jesus didn't even have no internet and they found him. Folks found Jesus. 50,000 people found John the Baptist, a wild man in the wilderness eating locusts and honey. Brother had no flyers. He didn't have no posters up. This brother was in the wilderness living off insects. 50,000 people left the two priests of Israel. Didn't want to hear nothing they had to say and went and found a wild man. All folk know where to go when they get hungry. They hunger and thirst after righteousness. The Bible said they shall be what? Filled. The Bible said, let no man deceive you by any means for that day shall not come unless there be a falling away and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. Children of God, the son of perdition. Children of God live by faith. And we believe that he is who he says. Amen. It's impossible to change your mind about this once your heart, what? Once your heart truly believes, it's, it's impossible. You can't change your mind about it. You know why? Because he's inside of you. If you believe and he's inside of you, how do you change what's in you? You are changed already by what's in you. If it changed you, you don't change back. Once your heart truly believes, Hebrews 11 and 6, without faith, it is impossible to please him. Because... He that cometh to God must believe that he is. So it's impossible to please him without faith because without faith, you don't even know him. The only way we can know him is through faith. He did that on purpose. And he is a rewarder of them that what? God made it so that if you want him, you got to seek him. 
The devil made it easy. You won't sin and you just think about it and it's there. God didn't want, no, God said, no, I'm going I'm, to I'm have you come find me. You're going to seek me if you want me. Amen. Those that draw back will inherit eternal what? They're going to inherit eternal punishment. But those that live by faith will believe unto the end and be saved from what? They're going to be saved from hell if they believe unto the end. Hebrews 10 and 27. But a certain fearful looking for of judgment and fiery indignation which shall devour the adversaries. That's what you have to look forward to if you do not believe unto the end. Faith believes unto the end. If you don't believe unto the end, you didn't have faith. You were never of it if you don't believe to the end. Amen. We see that with the disciples. All of them believed it to the end except one. And he went to hell. Judas. He didn't believe to the end, so he never believed. And there's evidence in the Bible that he never believed. When they were talking, he always said the wrong thing. He was conspiring against Christ while they were hanging together. He was never with it. Hebrews 11 and 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders, speaking of the men of faith in the Bible, obtained a good report. They obtained a good report because they kept faith. They kept the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, and they never saw the promise. And the Bible highlights that, that these brothers believed unto the end and still did not see the promise that we will see. Amen. So the Bible is, is giving us, is and this, this sounds real deep, but it really isn't. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. That means that it's not here yet, but you hope for it. And it's the evidence of things not seen. Now that sounds complicated, but it's really not. It just, it just means that you can see it before it happens. That's all it means. You can see it before it happens. That's what faith is. Amen. I know preachers like to like to overly get deep and say now faith, you know, not present faith, but not the past faith. Now, faith, brother. He was just making a point. Now, faith is the same. Why do they do that? Ran out of stuff to preach. They run out of stuff. They're going to stay there and they'll stay there for 15 minutes. Look at somebody say, now faith. Not then faith, now faith. It's different from regular faith. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> I've heard that preached a lot. How many of y'all heard that preached? You know you have. Now. And they always got to do that. Now faith. <laughs> Pointing to the right now. Now. <laughs> Let me stop. Folk need to study. Hey, man, I was always the one in the audience picking stuff apart. Checking it. <laughs> they hate it when I would come. Uh, see, we got an unbeliever in the house. Brother over there don't believe. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> Keep trying not to look at me because I'd be sitting there. I'm, not, I'm just not going to get up here and act a fool making up stuff and saying it's God. I'm scared. I'm scared something's going to happen to me. 
Faith begins and ends in the realm of what? The unseen. Begins and ends. Everyone in here believes in the supernatural. Amen. That's why some movies scare us worse than regular people. I ain't watching The Exorcist because I've seen that happen before in real life. That's not funny to me. I'm not watching that. I ain't watching nobody possessed by a devil. I'm not watching that because I've seen it. It's real. I've seen it happen for real. I ain't watching it. Yeah. So I can't watch certain things that normal people can that don't believe in the unseen. I believe in the unseen realm. Amen. I don't need to watch no movie about a haunted house. I don't want want to see no haunted house. I live in a house. (laughs) See what it feels like to live in a haunted house. What? I don't need to know that. If you try to just do some stuff with the Bible and the Ouija board and the spirit, no, that's not entertaining to me because that stuff is real. I used to travel with a Ouija board back before, you know, they gave us the, before I got a projector and started that, I used to carry a trunk around with all the stuff on it. Some of y'all remember that from one of the videos, I guess the first video. I used to carry that trunk around with the gun and everything. I would carry it around and show it, you know, and I had the Ouija board one time and I set it on the table and I set the little thing, you know, the little, uh, what do they call it? Uh, eye, little eye of the Ouija board. And uh, I set it on top of the Ouija board, and I had a lady walk up to me before service, and she said, no, 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 because it's on. She said, it's on. Like, when you set it on there, she said, trust me, I used to use these. It's on. If you set it on there, it's on. Okay. (laughs) All right, then, break it. I just stopped carrying it. I don't need it. Amen. But y'all don't know about that stuff, man. That stuff is real. So I'm not watching the movie Ouija. Ouija. I'm not watching that. Somebody saw it and didn't know it was Ouija because you can't because it ain't spelled the way you thought. I ain't seen that. Now I saw Oija. I saw Oija. You talking about Oija with the board and the thing? <laughs> Named a daughter Oija. That's pretty. Oija. That's pretty. I like that. That's pretty. But faith begins and ends in the realm of the unseen. It is conviction supported by evidence concerning things we do not know through experience. So we we haven't experienced it, but we're counting on it happening. That's what faith is. All right? Proverbs 3 and 5. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and what? So look, being in Christ means that our understanding is not what we lean on. We lean on the unseen understanding hadn't happened yet things of God that haven't occurred we trust that those things will come to pass amen every time you give offering that's why you're giving it you're giving it to bless the ministry but you're also giving it because a blessing's gonna come has it come yet no not when you give it but it will come because he promised. He said, trust me, try me and see if I will not open up the windows of heaven. Pour you out a blessing that you won't have what? Room enough to receive. That's his promise. So that's why when we give him, you, that, that, that's what's going to happen. And it takes faith to make that come to pass. But it takes the faith to give first. It's all faith. You coming in here on Sundays, it's faith. Believing that God is going to speak to you. And your family. 
Amen. So we don't trust with our own understanding. We trust in the Lord with all of our heart. We give the we give opportunity to what is unseen. To follow an unseen God, we must be prepared to do things that are beyond our limited understanding. Did you hear that? To follow an unseen God, you have to be ready to trust. You got to be ready to do things that don't make sense. When everyone around you is doing things and you're waiting, to them it doesn't make sense. Amen? You know, you got to have faith to be a member of a church. You got to have faith in God to be a member of a church because some some things are going to happen for some people that don't happen for you right away. Yeah, you watching folks have kids and you haven't had a kid, you got to have faith. Well, God, why is it hard for me and everybody else? Because God wants you to have faith in that area. They're having faith in another area. They could be multiplying like rabbits and they got another challenge. Amen. So you have to look at somebody and say, you have to have faith. Yeah, your faith. And it's according to your faith. What you are going through, what you are dealing with. It's not the same as everyone else. We don't, even the elders that we're, I teach them, we don't, we don't give specific answers. We give blanket answers that'll cover everything. Oh, just pray about it. But I need this particular thing. Pray. Because your situation may not be mine, so I can't tell you to do it like I did it. Amen. 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 So you got to pray and let God lead you. And I'm not saying that you don't get knowledge and understanding. But if you got to keep asking folks, then obviously God wants you to sit back and wait. Get somewhere and pray and wait. Have you done that yet? I get emails. Can y'all imagine the questions I get every day? Can you imagine? I put up one week. No, in the message I prayed for children for, 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 for people to conceive. We already got some brewing. We had a couple of people come to me a week after. They, they, they're expecting. Prayer just worked. But some people, it didn't work instantaneously. And it's, gonna ta- it's, it's according to your faith. It's going to take some time. Amen? So, I mean, I can't, but they, you know, people just say, okay, okay, pastor, so what, 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 you, what you do? Did you, did you vaccinate? Did you, did you vaccinate your kids? Did you, did you, did you have, have them in a bathtub? Did your wife have our babies herself? Did your wife did it? And everybody wanted, I was like, first of all, why are you trying to do what I did? I don't know. Your faith is different. Your situation may be different. You may can't birth a baby like that. Something might be wrong. You may shouldn't do that. That's why you got to ask God. God will tell you. You don't think he will. You think God going to have you put your family in danger? God will tell you your specific situation for your situation. All my kids was vaccinated, including Jonathan. And he ain't crazy. That boy is smart. That boy launch a missile if you give him Wi-Fi. <laughs> there might have been something in the vaccine that made him so super subhuman. <laughs> He's an X-Man now. <laughs> I don't know, but we didn't know. We didn't have the knowledge about that, so we just did it. And they're fine because the Bible said nothing was going to happen to them anyway. Not if we have the Holy Ghost. 
So we depended on that. That's what we trusted. Not saying that you don't do that. Not saying that you, you do it the way God leads you to do it. We're not having no more kids, so we can't test the other way. Well, that, that's over. Well, we've done. We've multiplied. We've got one of each, two of one. So we, we're done. We're finished. We're waiting on grandbabies now. And when they want it, whatever this decision they make, should we back? That's going to be Cameron. That's their decision. I'm not going to tell them that, man. Well, son, you need to know. Let Man, you talk to God. Your situation is yours. I don't know who that was for, but that was for somebody in here. Because everybody calling around, talking that talk and talk. Then we have folks come to us sad and well, I'm dis, you know, disappointed about certain things. Man, you got to do what God is telling you to do according to your faith. Look at somebody says according to your faith. Second Corinthians 5 and 7 says we walk by what? Faith and not by what? Sight. We must take leaps of faith at times by trusting that we can do all things through him. Regardless of our minds being bound to the what? Visible realm. We got to take leap. Man, some of y'all moved down here like it was nothing. 90% of this congregation packed up from somewhere and moved here. Like it was nothing. You know what kind of faith that took? That's crazy faith. And you did it. And then get down here and start doubting God. Are you what? You mean you packed up everything against everyone's opinion? Packed up your car. Had mattresses and dressers attached to the top of your car. Pulling stuff. Dragging stuff. Shipping stuff. Relocated all the way here. And you get here and doubt there are many examples of this in the Bible. Man, when your faith is low, get the Bible and read about the faith, guys. Please. These brothers did stuff that was amazing. They, I mean, unbelievable. Unbelievable. The, the, their ability to trust God. Ephesians 3 and 20 says, Now unto him that is able to do what? Exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or what? Think according to the power that worketh in us. All that we ask. So, man, God is ready to do something you can't even think of. And you are limiting him? Look at somebody say, take the limits off. We're talking about a God that can do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think? That's one of the best scriptures in the whole Bible to me. Hebrews 11 and 3. No, this one right here. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed. Worlds, everything, was framed by the word of God. Okay, listen. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which, did, which do appear. Y'all, this is oh, it's, it's so deep, this scripture. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Faith created something from nothing. 
God didn't take anything to make something. He framed everything with words. This is why he don't let us just come to him willy-nilly like he just hanging around. No, no, you got to seek him by faith. You got to seek him by faith because we're talking about a being that saw everything before it was and said it and it became. <laughs> oh my goodness. Look at somebody and say, you got to act like him. God ain't trying to hear you if you're not going to act like him. My proudest moments in my life are when my kids do stuff that I would do. When Landon makes a decision that his dad would make, man, you're going to get weeping and wailing on that one. That makes me feel bomb. Jonathan, if he does things that I would do or make a decision I would make, even Vicky, they, they, it's just, uh, I can't even describe it. That is so rewarding as a father. Amen? And that's how God feels when we do things like he would. So he wants us to look at what's not there and see something there. Speak it and believe it's coming. God set the example of how we should operate when he created the world. He made the seen realm from things that were not yet present. Genesis 1 and 3. And God said, let there be light. He didn't go get the light from somewhere. He said, let there be light. And what happened? Man, <laughs> our lives should function in like manner. God wants to make us into something that what? That does not. Yet, God wants to make us into something that does not yet exist. That's the problem. You're looking at how it exists. God is not. Philippians 1 and 6, being confident of this very thing that he which hath begun a good work in you will do what? He's going to keep working on you to get you there. That's why you can't keep concentrating and focusing on the way it looks right now. As fallible humans, we will fall and error sometimes. However, by faith, God's unseen and unattained goals for us will be what? You think your failures and your errors going to stop what God saw? If he saw it, we're talking about a being that sees it before it happens, speaks it, and it becomes. You think you can stop that by an error, a failure, a mistake? You're going to change God's word? Jude 24. Now unto him that is able to keep you from what? <laughs> And this is the part nobody pays attention to. And do what? Present, present you what? That means all your faults he can forgive and present you what? Faultless. 
Summary. God is a faith being. Look at somebody and say, God is a faith being. Faith being. His very existence can only be proven by faith and through faith. You think he didn't plan it that way? God could have put a throne on earth and set a glowing globe of God right here. And everybody could go to it and kneel down and worship it and get burned up to death. He could do that. God could have made half the earth his head. And the other half, he could have done whatever. God hid himself from our eyes so he could activate our faith because he wanted us to be like him. <laughs> He's a faith being. His very existence can only be proven by faith and through faith. This was God's intentional design because he wants us to be like him. God could easily do something to make all men believe. He could do something supernatural and people would turn to him. He could yell out right now, everybody, this is God. And every knee would bow. But God is a faith being. So he wants his creation to believe in him by faith alone. Even when he sent his son and he did miracles, many still doubted and turned from him. That's because only those that have faith belong to him. This same faith that believes in him makes us believe that through him, what? The same faith that, that we use to believe in him makes us believe that through him, we can be better. Look at somebody say, I'm better than the way I look. Your future, you're better. You're going to be better. Same faith in God. You ain't going to hang around the true and living God and not get better. You're not going to hang around his word and not get better. We trust that through faith, our lives are changing for the better. And we are creating a better, not yet achieved life for our families. You packed up. You came here to create a better. It ain't happened yet. Some of y'all didn't even have the gas money to make the trip. You was in dire states getting down here. And you're still working on the better. But you know by faith, if I stay around the truth, if I stay around the word, it's got to make me better no matter how our lives may look now we believe that God can make it work together for his good how by faith just as God envisioned his marvelous creation before it was here he envisions us being so much better than we appear through faith we believe this as well we know that no matter how things appear God can make something from what by faith, all, look at somebody say, all things, all things are possible. You can learn a lot about God and, their, and, and his kingdom and his realm by listening to Jesus, who was God in the flesh. The stuff he said in the earth tells you everything you need to know. He said, when you see me, you see the Father. What you see me doing, I'm not doing. I'm only doing what the Father is doing. When you hear me talk, you ain't hearing me. You're hearing the Father. 
I'm the word of the father. So listen to what he says. Here we go. This is some faith right here. I just, it could just listen. So the disciples sitting together, getting arrogant about who's the best. First, they was talking about who's going to betray Jesus. And through that conversation, they started talking about which one of us is the best. Peter, of course, felt like he was. Peter was like, y'all, I'm, I'm the GOAT. GOAT it stands for greatest of all times, for you that don't know. I'm the GOAT. And Jesus looked back and said, man, Peter, <laughs> let me tell you what you're getting ready to do. Now, this is God, this is God from another realm speaking. The realm that is timeless, that has already seen what's about to take place. See, that's why you got to listen to Jesus, because he's in between two realms. He's the now, and then he's the was, and then he's the beginning, and then he's the end. He's the to come. Man, I'm, I'm staying with him. I'm not leaving his side. Man, man. Where you going, Jesus? Hey, you, you can't go with me here. Yes, I can. You're the beginning and the end. You know everything. So he said, Peter, uh-uh. He said, Satan has just desired to have you. That he may sift you as wheat. So your arrogance just now opened the door. Satan in another realm petitioned for you. There's an opening, God. Can I go get him? God said, go get him. Test him. But this is what the now the forevermore sees is what he sees what's going to happen after that. So he begins to talk about the future after that. And he says, but I have prayed for thee that thy faith does what? What he's saying is if I pray, it's going to happen because I'm the beginning and the end. So I pray that your faith fail not, which means your faith is not going to fail, which means you're going to make it through the test. I already see you in a different state. I see you doing the fool and I see you being rescued from the fool. I see you being saved from the fool. I see it. He sees it all because I'm the beginning and the end. I prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. And then he puts it in another term where he really shows you that he's already seen it. He says, and when thou art converted. Meaning, when you get out of this test and pass it and get on the page with me, strengthen what? You're going to strengthen the brother. Meaning you're going to write two books, Peter. And they're going to strengthen brethren from now until I return. I can see that because I'm, I'm here, but then I'm there too. I'm everywhere. Beginning and the end is everywhere. He says, so strengthen our brother. But then Peter does something that we all do. <laughs> you know he got happy. He had to. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. I'm ready, let's do it now. Let's do it now, Jesus, let's do it now. And Jesus looking at him like, you don't understand. I'm speaking in all kinds of timeless dimensions. I ain't talking about right now. Right now, you still a jab turkey. He's like, no, 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 I'm ready now. I'm ready to go with thee. I'm ready to go to prison. I'm ready to die. Oh, Jesus, I'm ready. Jesus said, uh-uh, Peter, before the cock will crow this day, thrice you're going to deny me. 
you're going to deny me three times, but you ain't ready now. In other words, this whole conversation was about the way Christ saw it. I see you different than you are right now. I see your failure. I see you messing up. I see you falling. But I see you better. I see you converted. I see you writing the books of the Bible. That's faith. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of the Adamant Believers Council in North Richland Hills, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas 76124, or donate online at exministries.com.